I know what you guys are thinking at first. How did he yeah. sneak a, a Waka Flocka song crazy, onto these vibes? I've been going through so much. I've been thinking about so much. I don't know who to trust or who to believe. Uh, who to believe. Uh, who to believe. I've been going through so much. Who, who to believe. My partner got murdered. Friends turning phony. Nez though, neighbor trying to put the people on me. Life's a bitch. I see a brother death creeping on me. Ain't I writing on me? Watch these labels trying. Pain, I write it on me. 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 Watch these labels trying to clone me. Pain, I write it on me. Pain, pain, I write it on me. Pain, pain, I write it on me. Watch these labels trying to clone me. I've been going through so much. I've been thinking about so much. I don't know who to trust or who to believe. Couple of friends, couple of friends in my family. I'm alright. Come on now, DJ Shaq got you. Got multiple vibes, and of course Dolph's gonna preach about what's going on, dog. Hello. What's up, dog? What you been doing? Got showing up the speaker. Come on, dog. Not with the hype. The hype. With my biscuits and permethrazine. I know my garbage man sick of seeing empty paint bottles. FaceTime every day with my sister, auntie, and mama. Love y'all. Fucking make a Corona baby with baby mama. Fuck. Last night I was up four in the morning, all in my chopper. Fuck. I needed some time off anyway, so it ain't no problem. Fuck. Mm. Independent, so I'ma eat anyway, regardless. Fuck. Trey Trey as fuck, cause daddy been home every day. Love y'all. Ari happy as fuck, cause daddy home, she get her way. Called my nigga and told him, man, I'm finna spend six million on stocks. He said, Win. Hell yeah, nigga me too, cause that's how we rock oh, My president is Trump, and my Lambo blue This $350,000 Sonic is too I'm enjoying this time right now, so I don't give a fuck I heard Trump about to take us to war, so I went and bought two army trucks mm. God, please watch Ooh. over the nurses Jeez. and doctors on the Jeez. front line Jeez. I can't wait till the clouds gone and we get sunshine, sunshine. Real life Ooh. shit, nigga. fuck Come a punchline Got my Guala 24. Come on, everybody talking. That's what I love about this this oh, time. Man. Oh, Come man. on now. Everybody talking. <laughs> Come on now. Daddy changed the world, dog. Daddy changed the world. We still got one more. I got one more. I got one more. We got okay. a vibe. We got okay. a vibe. We got a vibe. Okay. Shout Let's to Sir. To Shout to Sir and D Smoke. They, they, this, yes. this is one. This is a real one. I'm glad you listen to Sir. Come on now. Come on now. If I don't make it to my pillow for these lights go out, please write about me. Cite my lyrics and know they ignite my spirit. Ho baby's fighting depression. Been writing them essays to graduate with no stage on Zoom. Not with the hype! The hype! I check into your room, motherfucker. Cyber congratulate you. Then purposely agitate you. Asking questions like, how you supposed to protest with no chest? A big heart, but they closed down all the gyms. Wish you had more flex. A Rolex won't keep you sane and safe from danger. They shut down nature. Where the fuck I'm supposed to place my anger? Ironically, my honesty might make me enemy of state. I trust that God to use my pen to draw his face. Still got my pistol on my waist. If I shout, yes, but ain't nobody around to hear me. Ooh, boys, how you feeling? How you feeling, boys? How you feeling, guys? Man, man, man. Okay, I gotta, I gotta tip my cap, man. That was, the, I, I felt that, I felt that intro. I felt that too, man. I felt that too. Uh, it's in the sky. It's in the sky, fam. Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy week. I mean, that we're we're all exhausted. We'll put it that way. But yeah, we yeah. We, we, yeah. we definitely know that uh, we gotta 
you know, use our, our, our opportunity and platform to be able to speak to each other, uh, speak to, to, to you guys. Like, it, it's, it's a tough time, yeah. so let's, you know, let's let the show go on. Let's go. Monday, Monday is not with a hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. The world generous speaking. Yeah, man. We're back. We're back. Back again, bro. Heavy week. Hearts are heavy, but we're here, yo. And Mr. Brampton. Brampton's finest! 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 I feel like I'm coming down the WWE, you know, stage, coming down and going to the ring right now. I'm amped. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. And of course, it's myself. Shop like Shaq! You wish you! Wish you! Wish you! I mean, yeah, like, like we've been saying, like, uh, this has been a week like nothing that I think any anybody has ever experienced. Um especially us in, in our lifetime with like what's going on in the states with like the the protests you know where yeah. basically we can say that um george floyd's murder has been the last straw so um i think just to i guess open up the conversation yeah how you have you have you been feeling guys how you been feeling this week man it's, it's been it's been it's been hard bro like i'm, I'm barely sleeping at nights man like my just a lot of my mind emotionally drained, like mentally drained. It's it's been an exhausting week, man. Like, um, when really. I, when you, so when you say exhausting, and I think this is something we're going to talk about a little bit. What do you yeah. mean by that? Because I think some of our our friends that might not be going through what we're going through, yeah. maybe can't fully understand what you what you mean when you say that I'm I'm exhausted. Like, what does that mean? What do you like? Why why are you exhausted? I'm just I can't believe this is happening again. You know, it feels like. A few weeks ago, we were talking about um, Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, and here we are again, you know? And this seemed to be, like you said, this this is seems to be the awakening. Like, everyone is on this train right now, as they mm-hmm. should be, to to, mu- to make a change happen, sorry. And um, for me, it's just been hard because, like, I just, I don't know why this one hits different. Like I feel this one and I think it's because collectively as a, as a community, we're all in mourning, you know, and we didn't even know George Floyd, but his story is the story of so many black people in our world, America, Canada, globally, like it's the story of us. And it's just been exhausting trying to explain it to people who don't understand why we're upset. Mm-hmm. And it's been exhausting hearing it on the news every single minute of um, every blood single day. Blood 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 exhausting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's so fitting because that's exactly how I feel like saying sometimes, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, that for me, that's that's just why it's been mentally and emotionally draining, man. Um, yeah. Brandon, can I, you I, relate? I, like, how are you feeling? Yeah. Echo those sentiments. Uh, I, I think every day, uh, when it comes to even my job too, like every day they're fighting towards anti-black racism. Like they just had a review on this in particular, you know, topic, and then now, of course, it's just amplified even more, right? And every every day, people, like, of course, with the protests going on outside, um, every, like every day they're speaking about you. Like they, anti-black racism is all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And all we're all gonna feel it because of our own shared experiences that we've had of our own individual experiences and going online speaking to people people checking up on me and being like yo are you good like i know it's been a lot a lot for you and your family i'm like right. wow i feel like i lost a loved one myself right so it's yeah. it, it's just a lot to to uh 
it's, it's just it's just a lot to absorb, a lot to to go go in the fact that yo know, these people are really learning about what microaggressions mm-hmm. are. Uh, you know the different things that are going on that we deal with on a regular basis. They're seeing like, hey, this is how they're affected because, of course, we were almost conditioned to just like let it, you know, be under the rug and just not yeah. speak too much to it. A lot of us have spoken to it, but I, th- I just think it's it's one of those no, things. There's a lot the of things that we let slide. Time. We let a lot exactly. of a lot, lot of things slide. slide, and a lot of things that we we, we kind of maybe will half address, um, you know, in situations yeah. where now we're we're having altercations with not altercations but complete disagreements with people that we completely fucked with uh i'm i'm cutting i straight cut people off over this shit um Mm -hmm. and to give you guys a little bit of insight into that because like i had a post where i basically like i was i was just completely done and like you guys like i'm waking up every every morning for the past like four or five days like emotional like mad close to tears if i'm not already in tears like it's yeah, been bad. I don't. I haven't been working really, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm, it's 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 hard to focus on anything that's not with like what's going on. And then when you're focused too much on what's going on, that's not yeah. even entirely healthy for you too. So like I'm just trying to find the balance in that. So like I've been, um, I, I have a couple of people that like I, I follow and whatever that I've been I've known like this one girl I've known her since high school. And like known her since high school, meaning I know the type of music she she listens to. I know that the type of food she likes, the type of men she likes, um, all of this. Right. And if I'm seeing you as an like you're super active online, you know, you're posting like mad stories, you know, I just can't fuck with you anymore. If if you're going to consciously make that choice to live in your little fucking bubble of privilege yeah. and that's yeah. just not fair and that's just not a situation right now the situation's so critical that people start really educating and sticking up for what's right to yeah. actually be the forces of change that we all hopefully would want yeah. that i can't fuck with you if you're not down a ride like that so Back. off rip i'm I, I don't even feel like talking because like you said i'm exhausted so yeah. i i just put my story up and i started unfollowing people yo man my my boys and I from from high school we've been doing the same thing like I actually cut off people from time like from the jump I've been cutting people off on my Facebook um, friends list friends in quotations right because you know none of those half those people aren't really your friends but whatever um, but this week brought to light the fact that some people are just so whack and so phony and they're yeah. not understanding what's going on like right. um, I got brought to my attention a couple people I went to high school with who I thought were cool uh mm-hmm. if you will but they're posting things and try to say that they're in support of black people but this one girl posted a picture of someone in blackface and yeah. is saying black um black lives matter all lives matter like at that point yeah. one of my boys went in on her comments we all if we were following her we all unfollowed it was just like not yeah. a good look had someone else saying cryptic messages about not calling out the movement not calling out that the cops were wrong not saying anything really just really cryptic in the way they're speaking and generalizing the issue mm-hmm. making it sound like those of us who are upset about it were speaking a bunch of hyperboles or we're blowing this out of proportion so that guy he got unfollowed Early, <laughs> and that's someone that's Early. someone that like i was just so talking the- about yeah recently with my girl and that's someone like you know, I, I 
considered a friend. Like I would see yeah. him out. He would hook me up at the restaurant he worked at, stuff like that. But it's like, yo, you're not really a good person. Oh, like him being him yeah. saying that is him flexing his privilege to be able to make that judgment call. Like you're not, you yeah. don't have that. That's not your call. You don't know how anybody feels. This is not you. You're not part of this. So you're either going to support us and try to listen to us for once. Yeah. Or you just don't fuck with me. There's no half support. There's no That's Drew Breezing this shit. Where Like, no. Yeah. You either fuck yeah. with me and you're here to listen to me or yeah. you, you don't. 100%. And these people are actually, they're revealing yourself to you, right? They're revealing exactly who they are. But the, the, the scary part is that there's way more people out there that are just following along what we're doing, like hiding behind that black that black picture on on that black box on Instagram, right? That's the scary part about the yeah, entire thing. Yeah. You've got to realize that like, a lot of these people are just sheep, right? So I'm not trying to call it too many people. This is but, not an yeah, ice bucket challenge. Like They all have to understand that this is no ice bucket yes. challenge. This is not this is something... Real. Today, what is happening these past few days, and by the time that everybody's hearing this, um, it would have been a, almost a full week and a bit of of, uh, of protesting this is not just the next challenge on social media this is yeah. not just right. the next black man that has died yeah. uh, and been murdered in custody of, of law enforcement this is yeah. the last one that we can tolerate in the way that exactly. we've done in the past you know where exactly. we're you were doing super um like we're, we're doing things that you, you should i don't i wouldn't think that a, another human being would say no we're not allowing you to do that like neil Right, exactly, yeah. and even people that are exploiting this too, like you know, profiting money. Yeah, off talk about talk about that yeah, a little talk bit. Talk about it, man. Talk about it. Yeah, like but once again, uh, man, I don't want to call anyone, but there are people out there that, that you know that get positive feedback by you know you know supporting the cause by you know uplifting their own community, but in turn are looking to profit, like you put money into something, but looking to profit because. They're saying, oh, yo, we're, we're really doing this for our community, but we want to help you guys. We're backing up you guys, right? But mm -hmm. not, that's not what it is. Like, we want, we don't need anyone just to be, like, an extra ally. Like, just, yeah. just show your support. Donate to those black organizations and communities that need it and need, need the support right now rather than, you know, use your own platform in order to, you know, you know, make a clothing line, for instance, or, you know, make money off of this, this cause. Like, that's exploitation. And in some sense, it fires people up because, like, it's almost like you're using this. Like, do you see breast cancer awareness? Uh, you know, people, you know, making yeah. money off of that themselves to keep themselves, or they send it to send it yeah. to research, right? So, there's just, honestly, there's a lot of stuff that fired me up this week too, you know, and even today, um, in a few days, right? So, and, and from friends too, but they just, I think they just need time to understand what they're doing because all that money should be going towards the cause. Agreed, man. Um, yo, can I can I talk about what what I did at? This, this past week, man. Please, please talk on I feel it. Like sure. I, talk just, on I just it. want to get this off my chest because, like, um, while we're... I also want to highlight and say that it's important to recognize the allies that we do have um, because I was feeling a lot like you guys. I was really upset, and I still am, but um, thinking I was alone going through this. Amen, and amen. I um, So I spoke up. Every week, my, my workplace has, like, a, a virtual call, if you will. So about 200-plus of us will get on um, Microsoft Teams, and we'll, we'll virtually chat with each other and just catch up on business operations. Right. Um, this week, they actually opened it. Our country pre uh, president opened it with a statement about what's been happening and basically standing with the black community, which I felt was amazing to see happen, right? 
Um, and then I got the opportunity. They asked me if I wanted to say a couple words. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was going to say at the time. And I just got, got on and just started speaking. But I basically told them about my experience. And while I've never, I've never been, you know, had a confrontation with a cop, I've mm-hmm. seen it happen. I've had friends with them too. But I spoke about my experience of being racially profiled um, in small instances of even going to a, like a store, <laughs> a place of place to buy clothing and being racially profiled, followed by security. Um, having those microaggressions said to me, having people look at me and judge me before they even know who I am, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I talked about that. And I talked about the experience of people I know who have been carted on the street and who have been profiled by police. And it opened the eyes to a lot of my colleagues who most of them are white. And I got a lot of response from them saying like, I needed that. I needed to hear that because I didn't know what it was really like. I couldn't understand what it's really like for black people right now. And a lot of them reached out to me again in the week saying that they've been reading up on the situation. They've been educating themselves on what's happening and they're down to support in whichever way they can. So I think it's important for us to speak out about this and it's important for us to take the time and have these discussions with people because they need to be, they need to be had. So yeah, you're, you're, you're completely right. And I agree. Like I'm happy that your, your workplace gives you a platform like that. Um, You know, uh, my father told me a similar situation where he has these weekly uh, meetings that he it's like a Zoom thing where it's like for an hour at the end of the day, they can just get anything off their chest. It's just like a casual thing. Um, And I think he he never attends, but this is the one time he attended and it wasn't Mm -hmm. planned or anything. But he had one of those moments where, you know, it brought people to tears like it literally like he said, the the, everybody's little boxes were going black one by one because they were you know, getting emotional about it. And, you know, even down to um, one of his former bosses um, who who had a lot of situations that I think my dad was very vocal about that he was completely in the wrong. And, you know, he 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 was completely moved by it. And, uh, you know, it was just it's it's one of those things where especially from a Canadian perspective, people mm-hmm. need to hear it because like you're hearing shit like what Doug Ford is saying where systemic racism yeah. is not a thing here in Canada. Um, and so it, it gives people more of that, that veil that everything's all sweet over here. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, realistically, yeah, uh, I don't fear or feel like I'm going to be lynched or called a nigger when I'm walking down the street, but I do know that racism is here. It's just mm-hmm. mad polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's over yeah, exactly. That's so it, exactly. All those microaggressions that happen, you know, every everything, a lot, every business I've seen has just like the COVID crisis, of course, yeah. like COVID uh, yeah. virus. Same thing happening with uh, with, with anti black racism. They're doing the same thing because we have two viruses: anti black racism and COVID right now, man. So, yo, and that's what I it's said. nice that you guys are all speaking up and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I told them at work too. I was like, yo, we have we have a health pandemic and we have a social pandemic that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and. This one is not going away with the vaccine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, th- I think we just got to keep on having these conversations about every facet of, like, what's really going on in life. And that's, I think, the funny thing is with my, um, with my, uh, my, um, my documentary that I did a few years ago for my master's. Yes. Um, so a few years ago, if you're not familiar, I, I, went, I did, went to Ryerson, I did my master's, and I did a documentary on, on um, stereotypes of black people in reality television and film. 
uh, and I, I did a, a couple screenings. I had a couple really, really powerful um, Q and A's and things of that nature. But this was like six or seven years ago. Yeah. So, sorry, I, I'm, this white claw's killing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I basically, um, I, I did. I honestly did not repost that at all. But um, I don't know if my brother shared it or somebody shared it. But basically, that thing has been seen over a thousand times or something like that within the past as couple days alone. Be, as um, it should be. And it's I, I was really happy with just a people are l- watching it. They're sharing it. And then they're having a conversation with me. And the people that are doing it are not people of color, which is great because that's what yes. I, I really wanted this to be. Um, yeah. However, there's a couple things that I do want to address about the documentary. Uh we, I, I feel like, especially with conversations with my brother Malik, who in the documentary cuts his hair off, uh, to kind of, uh, he he felt like he had to conform and assimilate to be accepted. Huh. Uh, and I thought at the time, it was a very unapologetic, um, um, apologetic piece. I was I was an unapologetically black man. I was I was just myself. Yeah. I, I looked at that and I was kind of like I cringed a little just because I felt like what you're looking at it was me making something very digestible and from a perspective of i we just want to fit in we want to get right. accepted we want to get right. there um right. and in this day and age especially what we've been seeing and you know what and to the point where we're like completely fed up fuck that yeah. i don't want to yeah. be accepted i don't want to conform malik doesn't have to cut his hair to to to, to be accepted oh, in, in work in the workplace <laughs> his hair is right back you know um <laughs> I, I, you know I, like I talk about like right now, uh, completely unapologetically myself in the workplace. Whereas like, you know, I dress however the fuck I want to dress, and that's intentional. That's not just because I'm like, a, oh, I just want to be like a cool guy or whatever the fuck. No, yes, it is. I, I am a cool guy and all that shit. But like realistically, I want to show people that I can look like this and still right. shut shit down in the workplace. I can look like this and still be an educated person. I can look like this and still be your friend. Uh, so I, I just yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest as far as the documentary goes and just like how happy I was to see that people are actually interested in looking at content in general to educate themselves. Yeah. yeah Honestly, yeah. I went back, I watched that last night actually. I remember interview being there doing the audio for Blake Carrington. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you were with me. <laughs> I, I you got a credit. I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I remember the credits. I'm like, I, I was there. I was like, oh, yeah. And that's, so That's hilarious. I forgot. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all just watching that, it's like, that's what we've been doing in our title. We've been socialized to be accepted because we didn't want to, you know, we didn't yeah. want to be cast as like an, an outsider, right? And our parents yeah. have done a certain, you know, raised us in a certain way, but no, we're just as educated as anyone else, and it doesn't matter, you know, the content yeah. in your. If you don't, if you don't want to fuck with me, character. then I don't want to fuck with you. Period. Like, if if, if something bothers you about what That's I look it. like, That's it. then I don't want to fuck with you anyway. So, that being said, like I've already talked to my brother, and I've talked to quite a few people. Um, we're yeah. working on another iteration of this uh imagine oh, like this is like what six years like, later you're imagining like we're, we're our, our craft is crazy uh you know you know like we're lit with it like this is gonna be crazy i'm not gonna like say too much because yes. we haven't yeah, put yeah. pen to paper yet but yes it's gonna include big names for sure the quality yeah, yeah. is gonna be pristine uh yes like 
put put it this way: the last time you saw this documentary, this was yeah, it was filmed, directed, whatever the fuck. I did it all. Brandon yeah, helped yeah, with yeah. Uh, yeah. with with that one scene there. I got some help yeah, with Brandon yeah. on that one scene there. My boy Sean did the audio, and yeah. that's it. Like I did everything. So this is where I'm gonna have people that actually do this shit to get this right. Yeah, man. And it's gonna be very unapologetic. Um, so I'm looking forward Yo, to getting started on that. Needed. It's needed. And you know what? We have to be unapologetic because it's a double-edged sword, man. We try to conform and people scrutinize us for being, you know, in my case, it happened to me, not because I was trying to conform, but people yeah. accuse me of being whitewashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, man. it's a, it's I, yeah. a double-edged sword. Fuck. You get labeled, you get labeled, you get crucified either way. So why not just be a, all the way 100% us, man? 100, 100% black. That's yeah. it. If it's I all really, black. If all I had a penny... Or even ten cents for all the times I've been called whitewashed. Or like, oh, you're not. You don't speak black. You're not black. exactly. I would be freaking rich right now. I'm gonna be <laughs> on my tuition by myself, right? So, yeah. no, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna conform to that at all nah, anymore. And it's gonna gonna be called out. I think people need to be rightfully called yeah, out. Yeah, you, you so gotta I'm call it out. You gotta have very uncomfortable conversations with people. I understand this is hard. Um, certain mm-hmm. times, like when I was unfollowing some of these people, I'm like, I've known you since I was 14 years old. Some people. You know, yeah. some people, yeah. it's like you technically have never done anything wrong by me, but nah, I can't. And then there's some people that have already shown me who they were. And I did what a lot of us do and just allowed unacceptable behavior. We ain't got time Simple for that no that. more. Like we've been saying, like we, we have so many of these conversations. We can talk about racism when it comes to dating, the, you know, oh, black oh, men getting fetishized. Oh. We can talk about microaggressions Facts. in the workplace. We can talk yeah. about, um, you know, just walking down the street, what that's like as a black man. Like there's yeah. so many situations that I feel like we have to have a lot of these discussions and make a real conscious effort of getting into these uh, these deeper issues so that people and everybody knows that, A, you're not alone and B, yeah. Oh shit! I might be part of the problem un- unknowingly. Yeah, yeah. Enough is enough. Enough That's is it. enough. That's, That's all it is. That's it. Educated. Who cares about the flag? It's not about the flag, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's see that whole yeah. Drew Brees thing. So, like, let's talk was he that. talking to? Uh, was it Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo. Finance. And he said, "What? I, I don't have that clip." I, he said. Um, he was asked initially, "Hey, how do you feel about you know, of course the season coming uh, coming soon? How would you feel if uh, you know players started kneeling, um, you know, and obviously you know combating anti-black racism in uh, in America?" And he said, "Firstly, he initially just came on and said, look, I wouldn't even any hesitation at all, right?" And he said, "Yeah, firstly, I don't respect anyone that you know you know disrespects our flag. My grandfather." did this and this in World War II. So every time I put my hand in my chest, I think about him. But Drew Brees is missing the key point in it all. It's just so mind-boggling that him, of all people, in New Orleans, in an area where it's it's very, very, uh, you know, a lot of black people that needed, of course, the hurricane being there from that time. He should know this by now. So he analyzes defenses so well, but he can't analyze this situation so well for some odd reason. Read, honestly, but, uh, read the room is like the easiest, easiest Facts. way for me to explain like what he should have done. Facts. Um, he, like, why did he speak? Like the fact that that would come out of his mouth, I was so upset. And for all the reasons you said, Brandon, like mm-hmm. especially someone like him who is in a city that deals with so much racism yes. and so much discrimination against black people and 
black people have been treated unfairly in Louisiana, in New Orleans for so mm-hmm. long, make up so much of that population and this fan base. You should know better, man. There's, there's, know there, better. Okay, so there's been so many people that should have known better, and that's my the my whole beef with this whole situation where but, you're seeing the divide. Matt, just to cap it off. Yeah. Just to cap it off. He, he's not seen that, of course, kneeling was never about the flag. Yeah. Once again, a lot of these players in the NFL today, black have had grandfathers that were in the war that when they came back from the war, they were treated like dirt. Mm-hmm. His grandfathers probably came back and were good, right? Mm-hmm. So it's nothing, it has nothing to do with the with the flag and the veterans at all, yeah. right? Kaepernick did what he did, of course, to combat anti-black racism and, of course, racial justice in the in, in America altogether. So he's missing the point. It was never about that. And a lot of people are coming out. I'm really proud a lot of people are coming out about that. So no. he exposed himself to, to us. Same with Jake Fromm, but, of course... You know, a lot of other people that are hidden are doing the same thing, probably. So, this is what it is, man. It is what it is, but, yeah, we got to keep doing our thing to ensure that, uh, you know, we don't allow it. Um, I don't no, like... I, should, I, I shouldn't say it. What? Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say Yeah, we got we to combat it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't want to completely put a bottle on this conversation, but I do want to put a little break in our serious discussion. We're going to get back to it for sure. Um, yes. Patrick, I don't know if you want to take away uh, who we're about to introduce. Um, yeah. Well, here, yeah, let me, let's do it, man. Hold on, let's let me let me, so, let me let him in the room and let him know that they're about to be introduced and let him yes. know that they're live. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Z is season. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's introduce these guys properly as they get set up here. Um. So yeah, actually, we we could continue this conversation because these guys. Um, that we're about to introduce, you know, they've actually shown their support and shown a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can bring them in on the discussion, but I want to I want to introduce them too. Yeah, we'll introduce them for sure. So, if you don't know, we're we're about to chop it up with the guys from Season. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Whole gang. So can can you can you guys introduce yeah. yourselves uh, individually so we know who exactly we speak into? Let the people know. Sure. Uh, my name is CJ, and uh, I'm the C in season because it's spelled CZS. Oh, I'm Zoski, so I'm the Z or Z in season. And I'm the Matthew Novali Joseph. I'm the N in season. What's up? What's okay, up? Welcome wicked, to the pod, wicked. guys. Appreciate you for joining yes. us. Um, yes. So basically, you guys won a very, uh, a very, uh, I mean, Simon Cowell, I don't know how to intro that, but, like, it was Canada's Got Talent. Is that what it was? Nah, it, yeah. I should go ahead and say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. These guys, you know, um, first found them uh, as a competition in Canadian Families Got Talent, which yeah. was amazing. These guys blew it away from the start, man. Like, they had an amazing audition video. Um, we actually have, have a clip of it, which we could play. Um, and they got handpicked by Simon Cowell himself to be the winner. So, congrats to you guys, man! Like that's amazing. Plazo, guys. Yeah, plazo, plazo. Oh, you, you hold on. You can't play. Say a plazo when I got my hand off the the, the keyboard. Here we go. Plazo. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so hold on. I just want to play the clip of when uh, you actually won and and you saw you were um, and, and Simon announced it. The winner is. Season. Season! Hey! 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 Hey!
Listen, they just won. I love, they the, other, I love the other two. But I have to tell you guys, I think what you did, I think you're very current. I think you're very cool. I think you're very likable. Most importantly, really, really talented, creative, inventive. Um, and I can't wait now to meet you in person. Guys, Simon Cowell yeah. just gave you his gold stamp. What? What do you want to say to Simon? This, this is the golden buzzer. <laughs> oh, man. But there was so and then I want to hear, let me just play the video that actually got you there. Spending daddy's money with an attitude. Roxanne, Roxanne. All she want to do is party all night. All night. Roxanne. Never gonna love me, but it's all right. She think I'm a, she think I'm a player. She keep running back though. Only cause I pay her. Roxanne. Roxanne. All she want to do is party all Hey, hey, hey. Hey, okay. Congrats, guys. Congrats again, guys. Um, I just want to ask, like, so what was the what was the feeling of hey, you just you guys decided to enter this um and then to actually win? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> when we saw it, we were like, I guess we'll we'll enter, you know, like we didn't think too much about it. We were like, oh, we'll throw in this submission. Uh, we don't want to put all of our eggs in one basket. You know, we just want to keep making our music and sharing it. And this was a cool platform. Um, and then we made it to the top 10 and it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so we started reaching out to our friends and family to get those uh, those votes in. Yeah. And they went so hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the campaign was, it was presidential still. Honest. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna vote for my son right? <laughs> <laughs> and then to yeah, actually win how, how was that feeling yeah and then just like because we were being filmed on a tv camera so we couldn't see simon we could hear mm -hmm. him so just having him actually talk talking to us and talking about us yeah. it was just like really surreal it was just it was mostly like shocking when we went we were just like because it, <laughs> it needed to like, in for a second like yeah. you know it was, it was crazy. Hey, you guys were literally like the best thing to come out of Sheridan College, honestly. Like, I was just thinking about what's going on. Um, the teacher that put you guys together in a group, like, have you guys given her her flowers? She, like, she's the mastermind, honestly. Yeah, how did that happen? How did that happen? Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, we gave her a D shout out, actually, when they when they were talking about us. We were like, shout out Mary Lou, because uh, she saw us doing our thing in the video, and she was like, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we actually, uh, we had, like, a little champagne with her. Yeah, when we <laughs> after we won, like, that afternoon, yeah. she was, like, at, at our apartment just with a bottle of champagne wow. and balloons. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. That's so, crazy, man. That's crazy. So, so like, I want to ask you, like, I know we talked about, you know, her bringing you guys together, but what has that been like? You know, you were each individual artist, so what's that like coming together to form this collective and and you know form this movement really i mean for for me it's like we just can work off of each other and it's like it's it's amazing to not just have your own view on on a melody or a beat or something but have like a, a team with it where like if i sing a melody and this guy's like yo that lyric would be sick on it but this guy's like well we could change the beat here so that it can do this just like the collaborative so you've got the cheat codes <laughs> our, our individual genres like 
I come from a more pop-based background. He comes from a rap-based background, and and Matthew's more R&B. So just joining it together is, I think, makes something. It's pretty special. Yeah. So do you guys find that you lean towards a certain uh, genre, or do you find it's like kind of like a, a, a like a nice medley of all three? Because it depends. It's like sometimes it's like. Uh, it's very like like everything's very like uh, melody driven. Mm-hmm. Um, so we come with melodies, but then sometimes you have to hit them with some bars too, just just to know it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just always mixes. It's, it's like it depends on the track. It depends on the track and and the vibe we're going for for sure. Yeah. Mm. So mm. I noticed on um sorry go ahead. No Sean. no that's all you. Yeah man, I was gonna say I noticed you guys had some bars in that time zone song and uh, that you guys had so. Yeah, who, okay, <laughs> okay, I was figuring, I'm like, who, who wrote that, like, who came up with that, because oh, that, song, that song's fire. <laughs> writing the bars is like, yeah, like, uh, it's just because, like, I, I grew up with, with a lot of, like, uh, like, rap and R&B, and then obviously, like, church music, because, like, mm. praise the Lord, but um, yeah. it was, like, uh, it was, like, using kind of, like, that background and then mixing it, and sometimes, like, we always, like, intermix kind of, like, our lyrics as, like, Maybe I could write something, but it's but it would be, sound sweeter with a melody. So I'm like, hey, hey, hey get that. Yeah. <laughs> they write some lyrics, and then they're like, yeah, but it would sound clean if you could have a flow onto it. So you know. Okay. So what what happens next after this? So you guys win. Uh, so what happens now? We're just making a ton of music. <laughs> nice, nice. Have yeah. there been more uh, artists come out and actually you know wanted to collab with? you guys in a sense or did you see any future projects with anyone soon yeah yeah we have uh your your friend um, yeah we have a few producers that are, are into us so they they they've been wanting to make beats one uh two sent us a beat mm-hmm. uh um but yeah we also you know we also like our our are invited to be on america's got talent next season so nice. perfect uh, wow we we're kind of hopefully going to use this next year before that to, you know, build our platform so that yeah. once we get out there, we have some leverage. You know? Yeah. I know that's, that's crazy. That was a surprise, right? Cause I was watching that, that broadcast live. Did you know at all that the winner would possibly get the chance to be on America's got talent or like, how did that feel in that moment? No idea. Like not even the TV hosts knew the producer. <laughs> yeah. Cause this guy can just say whatever he wants. And it goes, <laughs> Um, yeah, that was crazy. Oh yeah, super wild. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> no, um, last thing, last thing with that, but like, have have people been reaching out to you guys in a different way? Like, yo, I really want to be like y'all. Like, you know, a bunch of like girls coming your DMs. Like, how how was that? How was that? Happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the Brandon DM wants like? to know where the thing's at. Switched up, eh? Nah. Years ago, I was trying to holler at you. Where was you at? Ooh, oh, there nice. we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, King. All right. Keep your receipts. Keep your receipts. You got to make sure you keep your receipts at all times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we have some like manager mm-hmm. talking going on, uh, and like on the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So that's starting too. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. So that's that's what I was going to ask you about. You got uh, next because um, this is all happening. I'm imagining quite quickly for you guys. 
Um, so yeah. what has that transition been like from this just being you three guys just doing your thing to, all right, yo, this is business now. So let, we got to get a manager. We got to, you know, actually get 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 some actual strategy going with how we're going to start rolling things out. And also from a, a perspective of doing it collectively, because this is not just me making my own decisions. It's everybody speaking for everybody. Right. Exactly. It's been a lot of conversations about just like how we want to just like move forward. Uh, mm. just always in communication and talking about like where we're at and, and everything in life so that we're always like on the same page you know right no that's yeah. awesome I want to ask you guys one thing because I noticed I was always confused or like kind of thrown off because I saw Canadian families got talent and I saw you guys so I'm like all right, what's what's the situation? Are you guys yeah, roommates? What like what's that? What's that like right now? When I looked when I looked into the the rules and regulations, it actually says in it you can be friends, and I was like, huh. and and we were already together for we had already been a group for like a year and a half, and we were just like, why not? So so we just submitted, and oh, like, awesome. it's kind of crazy that we won, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The teachers pretty much told like I'm a teacher too, but the teachers pretty much told like, hey, uh, don't worry about coming back to school, guys. You guys are good. Or you guys graduated, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so Patrick has also uh, told me and showed me that you guys have been using uh, your your talent and your your you know your 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 given your given skill set to be vocal about what's been going on this past I guess week and and, and then some. Uh, could you guys just give your thoughts a little bit on what's been going on in the, in, in this crazy, crazy 2020 of a world? Yeah. yeah. Black lives matter, man. It's just like, I think uh, there's, a, there's a lot of hope right now because it's being so vocal. Like uh, George Floyd, I think was like, uh, I hear like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's Literally, like, yeah. this is like the, the last I was talking with my with my dad on the phone yesterday, and he was just like he was saying like watching all different types of people come together mm. to just support the one fact like Black Lives Matter. It was bringing tears to his eyes because it's just like he's like, is the world finally ready to actually like be serious about mm. um, equality and having people really like live and and be able to live out their dreams and, and have their kids just like live without fear, you know? So yeah. Mm. No. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. We were talking about that as well, and just the situation happening. And um, you know, there was a, I don't know if you guys saw. I want to ask you this about um, Apple Music and what they did. You know, being musicians yourself, and hopefully getting your your music on there. I, I want to ask you guys: Did you see what happened in Apple Music? What did they uh, do this past week? Where they basically dedicated their entire Beats One, their entire platform was playing just black music so artists black artists um black music black producers that whole day was all on tuesday was all dedicated to uh black artists but what what as musicians like what are your thoughts on that um you know it's a company like apple taking a stand and really saying we're going to promote the people that we make a ton of money off of first off um, and then for you guys coming from like an R&B, hip hop, sort of pop, which is obviously influenced by black culture. Like, wh what do you think about that? Uh, my thoughts are, my thoughts are layered because 
on one hand, I'm like, that's incredible. You know, like there are people that, that, that work their entire lives with no recognition, uh, with, with no, no gratification for their, for their work and for their art. Um, but, but like this, this time is such a strong time of change and like, like there needs to be action, you know? I'm, I'm happy that they're using their voice and they're using their platform. Like that's dope, that's so dope. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm worried that it's gonna become a trend, you know? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think that that's a, that's a big thing to keep our eyes out for is like, mm. like keeping, keeping the conversation going um, and making sure that we're, we're targeting the, the problematic systematic issues you know like like the the things that are keeping things the way that they are I, I think that um i think that those people who who got highlighted like that's that's incredible mm -hmm. i i think that that's really incredible but i i'm, I'm like let's keep going you know yeah. like that yeah it's just like keep going. yeah for sure Definitely. Uh, that that brings me to your point like from a musician's standpoint mm -hmm. uh like for us, like what we want to do is we want to grow. We want to reach more people so that we can spread the message that we're stronger together. You know, like, mm -hmm. like we walk into a room and we're two black guys and a white guy. And <laughs> it's just like we want to spread the love and just show people that that we're stronger together. Mm -hmm. That's right. it. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's fears right now. And, and I think that's a lot of the discussions I've had. Uh, the one thing that I know I, I'm hoping that does come from this is the fact that like people's collective question mark on what are the solutions uh mm. and I, I hope that's what i guess keeps us to make the conversation going um but I, yeah i fully hear you, what you're saying um on the you know the possibility of you know this and i, I mentioned this earlier like i'm like this is i hope people are not taking this as another ice bucket challenge facts right. <laughs> facts yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a social trend, right? Like this is this is actual change that we're fighting for. So, yeah, big up to you guys on on you know wanting to push that message forward for sure. Honestly, just shout out to you guys just from being from the GTA, just winning that that um just winning everything you just did, and of course just continuing to push the envelope forward. Right, it's really good to see representation. Of course, seeing you guys united, continue what you're doing, especially as young men. So continue doing that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you cut out just for a second. They're like, give, give me, they, want, they want all their flowers. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, yo, honestly, guys, continue to push the envelope forward. Um, you guys are obviously young men with a voice in this, of course, and you want to just make sure that you. I, I just really want to congratulate you and you know, wanted to show that you guys are, you know, going to be doing greater things when as, as time goes by. So I'm really, really proud to see you guys win that. Thank you. So yeah, before we let you guys go, I wanna I wanna know like like I know you guys alluded to the fact that you guys are working on a lot, a lot of music. Is there anything in the immediate future that we can kinda look out for or you can give us a little hint or you know, I don't know, like an exclusive, exclusive. or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well we just yeah, I do say it. Uh we just uh we just finished a song, a new track uh, is going to hopefully be dropping within the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, moving on. Moving okay, on. okay, and there we go. What's okay. our biggest banger so far? Yeah. Okay. 
and there's some meat behind it. Okay. Yeah, like we we wrote this one like literally starting the day after we won the competition. So there was just mm-hmm. some sort of fuel behind it mm-hmm. that it just like lifted us off into writing it. Mm-hmm. There's something. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm, okay. We're gonna look out for that single and uh, yeah, everything yeah. else that you guys are doing, and like we appreciate you guys putting uh, the GTA on. Uh, where where what area are you guys from actually? I mean, me, me, I'm from Ottawa still. Oh, wow. Okay. Ottawa man. Okay. Ottawa man. I'm from Toronto. Okay. And I'm from Hamilton. Hamilton, okay. man. Okay. You guys okay. are like, real. okay. We're, you, it's crazy over. that you guys all came together. <laughs> that's that's nuts. All at the wow. same time, too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and, and before I, I, I ask you to give your socials, I, I do want to question <laughs> why you have so yeah. many periods <laughs> and dashes and i was confused yeah right before this we were having a d's conversation <laughs> for some reason the the handle czn yeah. is, is like we can't find the account but apparently you can't like we can't change our username to it because right. maybe audit but all all the different usernames with CZN are taken. Like that literally it took us all the way till that. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever a new platform is created, like they have companies that just make accounts with like all the three letter and like two letter immediately so that they can sell them later on. Always. That's the same thing with domain names. And now we're just like now we're, we're trying to <laughs> so, you, so basically you got to find the company that owns CZN at some you point gotta, you know, yeah. break this system you got to break this system to make sure you, gotta, you got CZN back you got to call Simon and be like yo Simon we need, <laughs> we need a link right now <laughs> we need a plug <laughs> yeah but no that's that's big though keep uh, keep doing what you guys are doing man you guys are about to crush it are crushing it and uh, yeah, yeah you can, man, you can give your socials you. I did roast them but you, you can you can still give the current one <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah. Our, so our Instagram is <laughs> underscore c dot z dot n underscore, uh, and yeah, we have most of our content is there. But we also have a Facebook page that's just CZN Season. Our YouTube channel is also just CZN Season. Uh, we have a Twitter that's underscore underscore Season underscore underscore <laughs> as well. Uh, <laughs> Music, yeah, uh, all streaming platforms as just season. Yeah, we're we yeah we're just the artist season. And our website is seasonmusic.ca. Oh, yeah, we got yeah, check us out. Okay. Awesome, appreciate you guys joining us, and uh, we we wish you all all the best with everything that you have looking for uh, coming forward, especially with your your new track that's we got the exclusive on. Big up, guys. Yes, yes. All right, guys. All right, take it easy, fellas. One, One. fellas. One. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, big up to season, man. So definitely check out their music. Um, these these guys are about to blow, man. I could definitely see it. Like, they they're gonna have a moment in uh, the music industry. How do so. you how do you find them, Pat? Um, I was randomly like I watch breakfast television every morning. Uh, part of my morning team working from home, <laughs> and. They were on there actually, <clears throat> so I didn't catch the original audition. I caught the the finale, right? And I was like, "Damn!" And my girl was telling me, "She's like, yo, you gotta listen to these guys." And uh, yeah, I caught the finale. I'm like, "Yo, they they got talent, man! Like, 
they're definitely current. And you could see it. Like Simon Cowell, mm-hmm. you could see it in his eyes when he announced that he was picking them. Yeah. I saw dollar signs in his eyes. Like this guy, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yo. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yo, these guys are current. Like, we can do something with them. So let's see what mm-hmm. happens. Right. No, that, that's dope. I, I did want to ask him. I didn't even get a chance to ask him, but like Simon Cowell has been so rude. Like he made his name of just being rude to everyone. Yeah. Like, you were not in that voting for you. <laughs> they got positive affirmation from positive reinforcement <laughs> from him. So that's yeah. dope that they, they did that. They're from they're from Ontario, right? So yeah. that's that's crazy. And the Definitely. two guys, Ottawa, Hamilton, and then one from Toronto was in feet, right? It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like that they're using their platform, you know, also to for promote sure. what we were talking about. You know what I mean? So that's big, man. Yeah, um, and and yeah, I did I did want to like bring that that uh, conversation back because like yeah, I mean, what else is really worth talking about at this point? Like it's, uh, I I think like we just have a responsibility, and I think that it's it's what we've been dealing with. I, like I said earlier, haven't been able to work uh, like as productively as I'd like to. Um, so I think throughout my week, and I'm sure you guys have uh, experienced this. Um, you've had your allied friends or you, you you know people who are not black um that want to help and show their support and they often ask this question and i got it three times in one day what can i do you know aside from posting something or donating somewhere like what can i do um have you guys experienced that yeah yeah a lot of people you know reaching out not only myself but some other people i know me like yo how does how's brandon viewing like give him a hug for me like asking like what what does he need like what can we do right now and it's like of course make sure you're educated mm-hmm. on the matters make sure you're educated matters make sure that you're not expressing any, any of those microaggressions towards anyone but i've been getting that a lot i've been getting that a lot and i think it's especially for my, my meeting I'm having on Monday uh, going forward. It's based on this. So I know people are going to ask me questions and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I've been getting that a lot, man. I've been getting that a lot. What have you told them? I've, I've yeah, said uh, um, education, number one. So you got to – and by education, I don't mean ask me all questions. I mean – you know, you can go and do your own research. You can go on Google and take a look at what's going on over there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I can help point you in the in the right direction because, I'm, you know, I, I think like I can obviously because I'm knowledgeable, but um, it starts with education. And I think you have to help with awareness. I think right now nobody has the answers or all of them uh, to, to yeah. fixing this thing. So it's education uh, and then awareness and then after that we can have discussions and you know people can you know take it to a political level um you know people have often said at this point like we've been we we put so much um emphasis on especially well in the states like on on the importance of voting for the next president but you've got to vote for who yeah you got to vote for everybody else at that at all levels of government where you have the opportunity to have an input to put the people that should be in power to make those little things that you know things that that affect your day-to-day life um so that that, that's been where my my message has 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 been um pat i don't know about you if it's been similar yeah it has been and like one thing that's frustrating me is that people look to us to have the answers and and it's like everyone's coming with well you know you're black so so how do we solve this and it's like yo like first of all no either i didn't start this problem right like it's not just black people you know this takes white people it's gonna take systemic change you know what i mean so it's gonna take everybody you know what i mean and it's like they look at us like well 
you know, you want change. So what do we do? What, what do we, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, can we have a moment to have the discussion yeah. about why we want the change and what's wrong? What has been right? crazy uh, is like Malik has said, echoed that. I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen on social media, but like Malik is not the uh, Malik from a week ago already. Yeah. yeah. No, like he doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's anything that he, any kind of, issue like that has to do with this he's attacking head on he's yeah. found his voice he's completely vocal and yeah. you know similarly to what we what we we've been uh, what i've been doing i don't know if, about you guys but like i'm recalling a lot of times where i've let things slide or i've accepted it because that's just what the reality of life is so you know whether that's going to the club and we all as black men are very used to the uh, of uh, to to, to the, the realities of getting turned turned away, you yeah. know. Oh, you, you you're not um, you, you, the dress code, the dress code, yeah, your, yeah, your shoes, yeah. this that. They're all yeah. bullshit excuses. Um, and then when when we are let in, we're graciously happy that we were part of the chosen few. <laughs> yeah, you know that's fucked up. That's completely yeah. racist and fucked up. And yeah. I don't think people really realize it because, like I said, this is just, this is life. This is what we expect. Yeah. Yo, one thing on that, too, that, like, pissed me off so much last summer. I don't know if you guys remember this. It ended up not being true, but we, but the situation where certain restaurants or certain, uh, there's a certain restaurant, I think it was Cactus Club that was in the news at the time, yeah. about not wanting a certain demographic of people. Yeah, that was restaurant. Cactus Club. Yeah. And it's not just them that this happens to, but that stuff bothers me. Like so many people profit off of our culture. You know what yeah. I mean? Of black yeah. culture. Oh yeah. But when it when it comes to supporting it, when it comes to supporting the people of that culture, they turn away. They yeah. don't want us. You, you know go, what you, I mean? You go to a hip hop club, it's gonna yeah. be all like white women, five black dudes, a bunch of white other people, and then yeah all rap music all yep. everybody's drinking henny because the rapper told you to like you're yep. dressed the way that you know we talk about like come on that's that that's and fucked you, exactly and Shaq, you even mentioned this in label too like people are looking at us saying like yo we we like the streets because we're not in the streets we're like that yeah. you know that that that, that mentality where like there's you know slinging clack rock you know drinking henny have the big chains and whatnot Oh, you're not black. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't express that same same sentiments. But to get back to what to what Pat was saying, people always ask us like, "Yo, what do we do?" Like ask looking for us looking to us for answers. No, you have to educate yourself yeah. in order for this to all change. We can't do this ourselves as, as black people. We cannot do it ourselves. It has to be a collective a collective not a collective agreement, but a collective effort towards ending anti-black racism and just racism in general. Because if you're anti-black racist. Gotta be anti like indigenous too. It gotta be a lot yeah. of different things. You gotta make yeah. sure that everything's equal, man. What it is. I think it's like, what it is. But yeah. It's and another thing too, microaggression I hate. People come up and say, Hey, uh like I went I actually supply taught in a in a school, a predominantly Caucasian school, and uh, kids would come up to me like, Do you play basketball? Like, do you like just those little microaggressions that we get on yeah. our regular, right? And it's yeah. like we just sweep it on the rugs, it's like, oh, it's expected because we're in Canada. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm enough is enough. Yeah, one thing um, I wanted to say, Shaq, before you jump in is to that point, like, I don't know if you guys saw the memorial for... No, I didn't uh, see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I I watched that entirety and Reverend Al Sharpton, like, I need to big this man up because he's done a lot of these eulogies for several of the Eric Garner, several of these men who have been killed by the hands of the police. But this time he said something that resonated with me. 
and it's to what Brandon's saying. Like, we don't, we're not asking, and you don't need to come to us with the solution right now. What we're saying right. is, and he put it this way, get your knee off our necks. Right. Let us breathe. Give us, let us have the same opportunities that are afforded to you as privileged individuals in society, right? Let us have the chance to make something of ourselves without putting all these barriers of systemic racist um, agendas on us. You know, there's been so much from an education standpoint to real estate, to um, governance, to healthcare. All these barriers are put on us from before we even born. We're born into this world with a disadvantage mm -hmm. because they have our, they have their knees on our necks and enough is enough. We're taking, we're pushing that knee off our necks and we're about to rise up. Like yeah. enough is enough. Like I heard uh, Clint Smith, who's a uh, famous author, his former English teacher, now he's a famous author, uh, very, very well known in the black sphere altogether, working with this, like working to combat anti-black racism. He's devoted his life to it. And he even said, he's like, what we're doing right now, what I can say, what I can say is like, we're chipping at this wall. We're trying to break this wall. And it's not only for us, it's for our, our kids, our kids' kids to have you know, the freedom that we actually are fighting for, right? The freedom to say we can do whatever we want, be treated equally, all of it. We're just chipping away at that, uh, at that, at that, that, that wall, right? So just the work that we're doing, it never stops. Like we, we can't go to bed, wake up and not be black. Like we, we're living with this all the time. Mm -hmm. so just the work never stops. It's got to be a lifetime devotion, lifetime commitment yeah. to it all, man. Yeah. And that's why, like, I, like we need, like what Pat was saying, we, we, we can't do this on our, on our own. Like they, people are looking to us for like, yeah, lead us because you're black, so you know. But like realistically, we need the help of other minor, uh, other well, not other, not just other minorities, but the majority. We need white yeah. help. Like the, 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 this is all set up systemically where we're supposed to just lose. Like there's no mm -hmm. way we win on our own. Mm -hmm. You know, you need the help of you know of, of you know educating everybody. Everybody's got to understand if, if, if we're going to get to a place where I can, I, I, I don't overreact when I see a cop. Right. I, I don't even know if that's overreacting. That's <laughs> real, realistically, it's me just being safe and cautious. Bro, before, do you guys remember, like, we had, we had a brethren of ours who wanted to take a road trip this summer before COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And I was so against it because this guy wanted to go down to the States um, um, no, I won't name him, but I'll say we want to go to Nashville yeah. and sure Nashville's great, but as a black man, as the, the that's a layer us, you have, that's your, your, your layer that you got a, your lens that you're looking at life through. It's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I got to think about, I got to think about myself. I got to think about my boys who are all people of color and we're going to take a car from here, Ontario, down to oh. Nashville, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and down yeah. through the Bible belt, down through the South that does not like us, a, a country that treats both two countries that treat black people like second class citizens. Nah, yeah. man. <laughs> no, it no. shouldn't be that. Yeah, we should have the freedom to do what we want and to travel where we want to go without feeling like we're 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 fearful of our lives. Honestly, like I, I can say, that my, my even my dad, my parents, pretty much bringing us to places where you know, without without thinking about you know that we're a different race. Like, think, like saying, "Hey, you have the opportunity to go wherever you want." So I had that instilled in my mind. But it, there was always something in the back of my mind being like, "These people, if I'm in like PI, or this, I'm not gonna name any place, but any place that's predominantly white, 
hey, you're going to be, some people are going to look at you, they're going to perceive something of you. And I've always had that in the back of my mind, like we're always being seen as different citizens in a sense, right? Like not equal by everyone. So yeah. it's just something that we got to, we just have to combat, man. We just have to combat. And it doesn't start with us, it starts with everyone else. Yeah, it's, it we, we're, right, we're so. like one of the few people in this world that have been um, given the, 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 uh, the responsibility and often in, in a lot of our circles, whether it be at work or your groups of friends um, of representing an entire race of people in your interactions. So like when I moved to Richmond Hill and I was 13 years old, um, pe- those guys were off rip being like, yo, would I get shot if I wore this? Would I get shot? like, that's a very simplistic example of how I, what my words, what my words, the impact that my words had on affecting what people thought about black people but that those are the questions that I w- I've been getting from that group of friends like they w- I had such an impact on that you know what I mean and, and like I don't think we often really fully truly understand the fact that that's really kind of crazy the you know what you know the the, the, the burden that we have when it comes to having yes. to represent ourselves in a certain way because Patrick, you walk on the streets. You're not representing Patrick. You're just you're representing all black guys. You're yep. you're just a black guy. Yep. Right. It's, it's nuts, man. Like the weight that we have to bear on our shoulders. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. And going back to like the it's lens just, that we look at, we look at everything through. Like the the I was walking down the street with uh, with uh, my homegirl that lives down the street. Uh, you know, we'll sometimes have like a little roadie and go for a walk, right? So. We're walking, and all of a sudden, a cop drives by, and I have a roadie in my hand, and I'm immediately panicking, and I'm like, fuck, he's going to see it. Uh, I'm booked. All of a sudden, another cop sh- shows up behind and turns on the street that we're about to turn on, and I'm like, fuck, holy heat, like, and they're communicating, so for sure, he's about to come and talk to me. Then the next one came back, and I was like, holy, this is absolutely happening. I'm freaking out, and she's like laughing and giggling and still having a good time. So our lenses mm-hmm. are completely disconnected. You know, mm-hmm. not to mention that the reason why I'm reacting that way is because on my actual 16th birthday, mm. I went to the movies. This is in Richmond Hill. I go to the, I went to the movies with my boys, like four of them. Um, we, we finished watching the movie where we're standing like, on you know, how, how like a silver city is. There's like a, yeah. a bunch of steps outside and you're just yeah, kicking yeah, it and yeah. you're 16. That's where you loiter. Everybody's <laughs> doing it. There's like there's That's like 40 it, yeah. people there. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- these cops come up to me and um, me and my um, uh, Hispanic friend and they, and this is me. They picked us out of our, my group of white friends hmm. and was like, um, hey, have you seen anybody uh, acting weird around here? Or, you know, they came from uh, across like it wasn't across, it was on the other side of the parking lot where there was an indigo. And they came from over there. And I was like, I don't know, bro. I just came out of the movie theater. He's like, hmm. OK, cool. Goes away comes back and in front of everybody mind you like this is like this is like the equivalent of going to i don't know whatever the most popping nightclub would be it's like going to escobar on a thursday (laughs) 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 so uh i i'm basically me and my my uh, hispanic friend are the only ones and we're being frisked on the wall and searched what out of everybody what and this is as i'm just like leaving the movie theater celebrating my 16th birthday and after they found nothing obviously because i was just going to celebrate my fucking birthday um i called my mom and my mom came through obviously guns blazing 
And, mm-hmm. you know, they try to backtrack and say, oh, sorry, he fit the description. He just fit the description. Um, we can take him to we can take him on a tour and show us show him that, you know, you know, basically trying to. Oh, you're going to um, you're, you're you're just going to take me to look at the police station. Like, what the fuck is yeah. that going to do? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, and then when I got home that night, my, my dad, I remember him saying, um, um, happy birthday. Uh, now, you know, or now you're, you're finally a black man. Wow. <laughs> wow. So man. this is, this man. is shit that a lot of people don't have to deal with. Honestly, honestly, I've always, yeah, I've always treated a lot with a lot of respect. I remember getting pulled over a number of times. Um, not, not being charged for anything, but always, always like. There's one one instance where I got pulled over. Uh, they, like the cop was in the same gas station I was, it was I was you know filling up on. I was coming down, driving down, got pulled over. Um, you know, put the lights on everything. He comes over to the side, sees me. He talks. He's like, "You just have to make sure you put on the lights. Put on your lights because we can't see. It's dark at night. You get to put on the lights." Like j- just an instance. He saw me in the gas station, right? Uh, yeah. He saw me in the gas station. Could have pulled me then and there, but he had to wait until I was close to home to actually do it. I'm not going to take a bunch of different scenarios and say, hey, this is what I've done. It's happened. It's happened. Yeah. We, we are racially profiled. Right? So it's one of those things we just have, like, once again, hopefully it changes. Hopefully it changes. Right. Hopefully more changes in the education system too, which is one of those things too, being de-streamed from academic That's, classes is one thing too. That's a lot too. There's a yeah. lot of stuff that goes on in our system that we just sleep under the rug. And that's my, that's my biggest beef is like, that's where I felt it the most, to be honest with you, was in the educational system growing up, mm. like, in the, you know, I'm from Malvern, you know, Malvern has a rep, of, you know, you already know, <laughs> and especially back then, like, the Vern was hot, like, I'm not gonna lie, there was, there was definitely some, some gang violence and everything like that, but, you know, um, they tried to stream me at that age, like elementary school. We're talking from the school Fact, went from kindergarten thing. to grade six. That's a big six. thing. That's a big problem. From kindergarten man. to grade six, yeah, yeah. my guy. They're trying to tell me and trying to tell my parents that, you know, well, you should start thinking about uh, trades and, and uh, yep. you know, the academic route probably won't be best for Patrick and and all this and behavioral issue, issues and telling me I have all sorts of things. And my, my parents are like, yo, my dad was like, my child does not have any of that stuff you're saying. Like, my child will be going to university. And I did. But in that instance, and I remember this, because I would get suspended. You guys know me. I'm not the type of guy that's going to get you suspended. suspended for? What the exactly. Hell? I, had a bunch of, I, got, I had a bunch of suspensions from, from probably grade one through four. What the fuck? A bunch of suspensions. In school suspensions for that's what? Hilarious. Talking, for laughing in really class. Good, man. Holy... And like, from- they would put my desk right beside the teacher. Like almost every single school year, that was a my bad desk breed. was right beside the teacher. Not at all. And that's it. And so what like, kind of shit were you just- guys getting suspended for? Bro, I would be like, so- someone tells a joke, I'd be the last one laughing in class. I'd be oh talking. Oh my God, wow. Stuff that's like happening. that. And like, it wasn't just me. It was the other black, young black kids. They were targeting. They are making us... Well, basically you're saying you've been profiled your entire life whether it be from a, a law enforcement exactly. standpoint or an educational standpoint exactly which is fucked. exactly and then i got to middle school and it was the same thing until i got some fortunate to have some black teachers a woman and, and a man in two separate years and they took me under their wing and they watched over me while mm. other teachers would try to report things that didn't really happen they would be like all right don't worry we got it we're gonna t- we're, we'll discipline 
and they would just talk to me and have little discussions and be like, listen, you got to work twice as hard yeah. because there's a target on your back and it shouldn't be that way. But what black person hasn't heard you have to work twice as hard for the, for yes. that white person, for that, for whatever yep. that white person is going to get for that same job or whatever the fuck it is. Like yep. we've all been taught that. Um, it's crazy, man. Like you being profiled in, 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 elementary school is fucked that's beyond fucked i i don't have that experience thank thankfully but like what that i can only imagine what that can do to somebody where you're constantly being told that no matter what the fuck you're gonna do it's not gonna be good enough and so here's the thing here's the icing on that cake is you tell that to you tell that to a kid enough times they're gonna believe that so by the time i got to middle school the same guys who were getting in trouble with me and maybe they didn't hear that at home that they were worth it, that they were special, right, right. that they were, they ended up being those gangbangers. They were the ones who now were locked up yep. because they took that mentality of, well, I, ain't, I they told me I ain't shit. Yep. I ain't going to be shit. So that's it. And, and that's the issue right there. Yeah. That, that's why, why I literally every day I do my job. I'm really trying to advocate for these. And a lot of these black uh, youth do gravitate towards me because sometimes I'm the only black teacher in the school that I actually can trust especially with my age and whatnot too but that's unfortunate because that happens to like in TDSB it's definitely there there are different boards too that are starting to come out with different data saying you know this has been a problem for decades yeah. so it's it's not it's not uncommon and it's it's, it's traumatizing yeah it really is traumatizing and it's almost as though those those guys that you just referred to going to jail they could have got help they could have right. been told at home they could have been told by their teachers right so yeah it's really really tough I just last thing I would never forget uh, one of the principals, because I took a chair off and I probably put it down when she was talking. She's a really, she's, anyways, she's probably still working the same board I'm teaching right now. Which right. I remember getting a chair, putting it down, and scraping it on the ground. And she brought me into into her office. First time I've never been suspended, never been obviously in, in, in just in my school career. But I missed the dance because of that. I was so cheesed. I remember that. I will never forget that because I missed the dance by sitting in her office, right? But th there was there was a lot of, and she did it for no reason. It was literally mm -hmm. no reason why she did that too. But there's a, a lot of different instances over my school career where I didn't really have a black teacher that I can refer to, or I didn't have a teacher that no, I, 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 I only I only was able to get through my master's degree because I had a black uh, teacher that was there, a, a black professor. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even the one that was there marking my work, but he <laughs> was the one that kept on telling me, like, yo, fuck that guy, basically. He wasn't saying it like that at all because, like, he's yeah. a great, great guy. Uh, but it's like he really empowered me in like doing my documentary and making that my thesis by saying, yo, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? Mm. You know, uh, and like uh, you just need people like that through your life. Like we were told you, you, you've been told that you, you should do trades. I've been told that I shouldn't have uh, in grade 11. I was doing uh, I, I think I was getting I, was, I, I probably had higher than the average for the class, but it was in, in the high 60s. And my. um um counselor or whatever he was trying to tell me um in conjunction with the uh with the english teacher that i should take um i could t take college courses college. so that because you know you know shaq's a great basketball player so um you should do like what does one have to do with the other and it always had to do it like for whatever reason you know shaq's a great basketball player so like what the fuck does that even mean Right. So you're saying basically right. if I listened to the, these dummies, I would have maybe went to college where there's nothing wrong with going to college at all. That's not even yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. But yeah. I would have went to college 
And then who knows? Like, I could have just completely settled if I just accepted every single time some white person came and told me, nah, you're not you're not it. Mm-hmm. And look at look what look look at how much I've accomplished yeah. n- disobeying whatever <laughs> shit they've been <laughs> trying it. to feed down my throat. That's which it. is why we got to be unapologetic. That's yeah, it. and one of the one of the cases, one of the big topics of the review, the ministry review on anti, on anti-black racism, was the fact that there needs to be more representation for guidance counselors because there's 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 hardly yeah. any black guidance counselors in the field, and that's one of the issues that that we have, right? And we're just we, we, the, the fact that we all have been told when we're younger, you have to work harder. Like everything you do, yeah, you have you to, to work harder than the next man because that's that's just how the world is set up. Like. Screw that, man. Screw that. Want to want to break those down? And Mr. Lobo, I'm still cheese that you gave me a 94 and you gave Car and Veer a 95. I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. Fuck you, Mr. Woods. Um, <laughs> any, any, anybody else want to get that shit off? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Huggett, what up? Say something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't even remember my guidance counselor's name. He's such a dick. Fuck. So insignificant. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, man. <laughs> Yo, we gotta I, we gotta do a positivity though. Yeah, 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 but still, fuck them. I, uh, I, I do recall like every single time. Yo, I've seen them. I've seen them before. Uh, my, my English teacher and I've been like, yo, hey, remember me? Yeah, I'm in university now. Hey, yo, what's good? Yeah, uh, graduated. Uh, I got a, a degree and a diploma, bro. Like I've seen him because he's friends yeah. with, with, with other teachers that I'm cool with. Mm. So yeah. I've seen him, and I think it's important as people that are defying these people that are trying to limit us yeah. to say, hey. Dumbass, you were wrong. <laughs> That's it. And it, That's it's it. really, honestly, man, we have like black, black people have the worst and most negative stereotypes about them. Or, and I'm not trying to make this competition, but of any race, we have the most negative ones, right? Other races, other races, other culture, other skin types, poor skin. <laughs> I mean, other races work. Races already work. Other races have yeah. positive stereotypes about them. There are some that say, okay, you, you're going to graduate, you're going to go to a great university because you're smart and all of your, your parents have had that, you know, intellect from the start. We have not had that. We have not had that. So it's, it's, it's on us to to break that that stereotype. And I'm really, really, really hoping that it does get broken. Um, I think this is, so I, I think we should, I know it's still going to be a conversation just because of the gravity of the situation, but I think we should really yeah. take a conscious effort to address a lot of these things up front, whether it be directly on this podcast or in the streets yes. when we're talking to people. But these are things that we we need to talk about because like my, my instructor told me, like, if you're not going to do it, nobody's going to do it. That's it, man. That's it. Um, we got to be the ones, man. I, I got a little bit of comic relief because I, I downloaded a, a sick app. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it because I, I saw it on, on, on Instagram somewhere like just before we recorded, but I'm not even um, disappointed. It's so stupid, but allow me fam it's uh it's called <laughs> what is it called i gotta tell you what it's called toronto man's soundboard yeah it's just hilarious all right let me turn this up yo oh, oh here we go a lie you trying to catch a deaf ass yeah <laughs> The, the deaf eyes kind of cheese me. The it's not eyes, a deaf yeah, they got to re record that. It's not a deaf eyes. Who's man's dog? Who's man's? Wagwan. You know, I'm giving him like a little sweeter man's. <laughs> yo, yo, let's definitely not for Brampton that recorded that. Are you dumb, fam? <laughs> yo, yo, why does, that, why does that sound like your boy Evan, dog? Jeez. 
That's not Evan. I don't know. I, I just found like it on the Evan, internet. Bro. Yo, they have, they have, like it has Evan. two settings, Toronto Man or Cringe. So that was Toronto Man. Yeah, uh, I can only imagine cool. how cringy cringy is. Please. Nice it. Are you dumb? Anyways, Yo, the, I just want to... <laughs> Yo, run that back. Run that back. Hold on. Which one? You got to better, man. What, the, the cringe? No, yeah, there was nice it. What? Nice it. King. Bro. Gael M. <laughs> Yo, dog, I'm signing off, bro. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't bro. <laughs> Yo, it lifted my spirits, fab. Oh, man. I love Toronto Mans. No, that's oh, like the, that's the, that's the Google uh, translator for Toronto Mans. Yes. So if you ever find a foreigner ting, you know, the mm, baddie already, from oh. that's not even from the ends that no man mm. has ever seen. Yo. Post COVID. Yeah, post COVID. Once once quarantine lock off, <laughs> that's gonna be Shaq all day, yo. This guy's gonna be in some like foreign island <laughs> what, what, trying to translate. What, what do you think I'm gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yo, this man's gonna be out with some foreign ting, just like, hold on, let me translate for you. <laughs> No, 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 app. guys. I'm going to be wholesome and, and alone at home because I've created this, like, little fortress of I don't ever want to go outside no more. Um, so <laughs> You got you got your Grand Theft Auto. We know. So, exactly. Quick question. Are you guys the, uh, me protesting? Are you guys go, going out there um, to protest? I have, I have mixed feelings about protesting. I have very mixed feelings about protesting, which makes me feel like I don't want to do it. It's not for me. I'm not the person to tell. I feel like... I'm so happy and appreciative and um, I feel really good that there's a lot of people out there that are doing that. Mind you, we're all a bunch of people that are trying to solve a problem we don't have the answers to. I feel like my impactful um, um, participation in this movement is what I've been doing on social media and the fact that I'm putting together another documentary. Um, cause I think like, like what we've been saying, education and awareness, those are really big, powerful things that we can do right now. However, yeah. I think the, like the, um, the protesting, um, I'm all the power to everybody that's doing it. And I'm, I'm there and I support you with, in spirit because I also in the same breath feel, especially with this COVID-19 thing, um, that this is not completely coincidental and I can go down that rabbit hole as well, where yeah. I just think it kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, enraging a certain type of people and telling them uh, that, okay, you can kind of peaceful protest and, you know, do something or, or they, they have something this at this level that enrages this type of people, this, this, this amount of people that are on this side during a global pandemic. I feel very weird about it. So that's, that's my pandemic sense. part. That's fair. That's fair. I would, um, I would say, yeah, I would love to hear um, any of our listeners. If you have participated in the protest, reach out to us, let us know. Cause I actually would love to, hear that side of it yeah. um but i myself i probably won't be um just because i've been working like mm -hmm. i'm i don't like to brag about what i'm doing but i'm just trying to push an initiative right now at work that will lead to change in my corporate structure so for me i feel like not everyone can march not everyone can be an activist so for me that's why i'm putting my energy is trying to make change in something in a place i go to every day um and I and that's that's what I'm trying to do right now. So I'm just putting forth this initiative, a training for our leaders in the organization on what it means to 
have equality for black lives in the black community and being supportive and being allies. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where my time has been. But like you, Jack, I, I, I tip my cap. I, I salute those who are marching and across all races because this is an issue that we need everyone's support on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably won't make it out to one. Got you. Yeah, got you. I Yeah, likewise in me. Um, been indifferent to it, towards it. Uh, I've been like, hey, it's a pandemic, right? If it weren't that, I would be probably marching. I think I might later on in the month get out there. Um, but as of right now, yeah, I'm stuck. I'm working. I'm literally here trying to educate young minds, trying to educate people, my staff as well, too, because of everything going on right now. So it's more just awareness on social media and, um, you know, just educating people as well, too, man. That's, so I echo both. And, and honestly, by awareness on social media, let me clarify to somebody that thinks that I'm just posting memes. I have... The past week, which has been completely overwhelming and why we're exhausted, aside from waking up with sadness and anger and everything, is constant conversations. Yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, I, I, I'm used to having a few DMs, but the DMs I have now are huge chunks of paragraphs from yeah. multiple people, oftentimes in the past couple of days, 20 people where I have like serious conversations that I know that I should not gloss over and give like a double tap or a, a black fist. So I'm going to engage yeah. with everybody. And I, I, you know, this is the unfortunate responsibility that we have as black men, especially, you know, ones that are creating content. Um, so yeah. I, I, I'm completely, you know, invested in that. When I say I'm doing social media, I'm not just posting shit to share. I'm talking yeah. to a lot of people. Um, yeah. which I think also has its level of impact. So I think with what you guys are saying, we're all in agreement that as long as you're doing something to, right. to, to invoke some change, to evoke some change, um, that's, that's all we really need here. Like it's not necessarily like protesting or that's it. Like protesting yeah. is one, is one aspect of it. Yes. Yeah. One way of doing that. I know. God, be giving yourself. The world generous speaking. Yeah, man. Patrick Dennis Jr. Check it out. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. All right, Mr. Brampton, give him the Brampton's finest! 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 Can't hear you. You got to do it again. You got you to do it again. We got you got to do it again. We didn't hear you at all. Hey, G underscore JB. The underscore. G underscore JB. G underscore JB, I got you. It's a horrible uh, at whatever. And of course, myself. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. you. Yeah, please talk to all. I, I didn't mean the the overwhelmed part of in, in terms of like, don't talk to us. But please, let's keep the conversation going. There's a whole lot that we got to do, a whole lot of work to get done. And we're all just still trying to figure it out. Won't keep you sane and safe from danger They shut down nature Where the fuck I'm supposed to place my anger Ironically my honesty might make me enemy of state I trust that God to use my pen to draw his face Still got my pistol on my waist If I shout but ain't nobody around to keep How about it when it echoes I sing loud to talk to my inner child He's feeling young dreams made out of Legos I reach out despite the feeling they out to kill us Get rowdy about the peso. What's the solution for this cold institution? Just to breathe, we need to let go. 
To hang out when it pierced your vest and it rang out, and them tears your best friend is crying. It appears one rest, but a page out of the book of life said, Pray loud. Never took a knife to a gunfight. Pops got two strikes from the umpire, stop like two rights on a bum tie. And the sirens plus red and blue lights told me pull over. I should feel safer, but expired plates on old Toyotas means I can't afford to pay tickets. So to these racist rollers, they could pull the trigger. Family can't afford to pay the lawyer. Say the word, they tell me you got access to a league of warriors. Eyes haven't seen what heaven keeps in store for. Us, that's more of us. But in this life, some wars we can't avoid. I wrote this today, the they killed George Floyd. We won't.